As entrepreneurs, we face all kinds of challenges. We've got to deliver a great experience or product. We also have to be able to get a steady stream of more people, clients and customers who want to raise their hand to explore working with us. And what we hear as entrepreneurs over and over again is we should use social media. Well, today I've got an unbelievable expert who is going to show you how to use social media in an area that most of us don't know. Uh, and the, the thing that I like, there's all kinds of social media experts. Aaron isn't a social media expert. He's an entrepreneur and he's going to share with you how over the last few years, his partners and he have built an unbelievably successful drink business and much more and how you can do it in your business, no matter what your business is. Stay tuned. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Aaron Hein, yeah. I so appreciate to have you here. The last time we were together, we were on the golf course and you were giving me so many great ideas that I had to share with our fellow entrepreneurs. So first of all, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, John. You know, I've got the uh, utmost respect for you uh, as, a, as a human being and as a businessman. So I'm thrilled to be here today. Well, you know, I, I, um, I mean, we're on the golf course. You and your partner were just sharing with me so many things and I didn't have a notepad and we normally don't talk that much business, but I kept on peppering you because you know, really when we first met a few years ago, you were doing just a few hundred thousand dollars in a, mm -hmm. a drink business, kind of a specialty business. And, uh, you know, I know how competitive that is and I'm going, geez, you know, nice guys. And then you tell me you're going to really build it on social media. Then you tell me you're going to sell it online. <laughs> I'm going, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, recipe for disaster. Well, right? and you know, you're doing $6 million a year and now on your, well on your way to $10 million and much more. I mean, with the platform yeah. you're building. Yeah. And so before we go into how you did this, because I know every entrepreneur, including me, wants to know. I mean, I'm in financial services and... Yeah, but so many lessons you shared with me on the golf course, I've already started putting some of them in place. You'd be proud of me. Uh, I even opened up an Instagram account. I mean, you know, I, I right. didn't even know there what that go. was. So we're going to talk Step about, one. yeah, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different animals that many of you um, really probably haven't done. Or if you are a veteran, you're going to hear some different ways of doing it. But Aaron, before uh, we dive into it, give me a little bit of background of you and you know starting the company because you know my guess is that, you know that wasn't your dream you know to start a drink company at four type thing you know how did oh. this all come about? You know I, I've always been an entrepreneur and uh, and had a lot of uh, learning experiences as we say we don't we don't use failures we use we have learning experiences along the way. Um, you know, right out of college, I, I learned uh, I couldn't work for the man. I, I had a, a job working for uh, uh, for the government for about a year. That didn't work out so well. So I uh, uh, went back, and I actually was uh, a very successful chiropractor here in, in Scotts Valley in Santa Cruz County for about 10 years. But, um, you know, always had the wheels turning on, on ways to uh, get away from a fee-for-service model and, and do something on a much grander scale. 
And uh, in 2011, my business partner and I started Life Aid Beverage Company. I, th I think it's Dan Sullivan that says uh, it's a combination of of, uh, of passion and ignorance or something like that. But it was definitely the case for us. We were very passionate about bringing healthy drinks to the masses, uh, but ignorant uh, uh, on uh, what it would take to do so and the challenges that, that we would uh, um, encounter and the fact that you know our our industry has a over a 99% failure rate. So uh, I'm glad we didn't quite know all that when we first started. But thankfully, we've gotten quite a bit of traction as of late. So tell me, you know, you guys did this very different. I mean, normally what yeah. you're doing is you're fighting to get grocery store shelves. You're kind of differentiating yourself, you know, from the you know, whether it's energy drinks or soda pop or this right. or that, you know, how, how did you try to fit into this really crowded space? Yeah, great question. Um, two years ago, you know, we were following the traditional model and the traditional model is just as you mentioned, uh, in, in beverage, you're typically paying, you know, big money to, to, get, to buy shelf space, you're paying for territory managers, uh, you're paying uh, for sampling events. Uh, and, the, and the challenge there is when people walk into a 7-Eleven, they're in there for 30 seconds. They know exactly what type of drink they want to grab for. And so to get somebody's attention in that short time span on a new product is very challenging. I think that's why there's such a high failure rate. You know, kind of enter my, my first uh, meeting uh, with the 25K group where we first met. You know, I, we, I started talking with people like yourself and and some others about some of the challenges that we were encountering and the first piece of advice that that I got the first takeaway was you know choose a single target market and as you know we have three drinks on the market so we had kind of three separate businesses going so we looked at you know which one appeared to have the most legs at the time and really focused our market towards our fit aid line and specifically the growth uh, of CrossFit uh, uh, around uh, that specific drink. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I thought that was so brilliant. I mean, we, one of the things you try to take on the whole world and, uh, yeah. you know, as entrepreneurs, it's easy to start doing that. The, the negative is there's some big players that are already got the world and to try to carve that out, you know, on a big, but attaching yourself, you know, filling a missing need in a growing business. I mean, really arbitraging that a bit and getting very focused and CrossFit, you know, many of you know, is an extremely successful, uh, very fast growing gym and really lifestyle. And Aaron, if I remember correctly, they didn't have really, they, they don't produce any drinks or anything and they have, they recommend a certain type of diet and, and you went out and did you know, a little bit of research on what would serve that market and brought in some top top researchers and actually created a drink specifically for them. We did. We really wanted to focus in on that market, what the needs uh, uh, for those athletes uh, that participated in, in CrossFit were, what type of supplements they were already taking. So as you mentioned, it, it really does help that we were involved in really uh, writing a, an, an expanding category in, in this fitness, this functional fitness category in CrossFit. Um, the growth has been phenomenal in CrossFit as a whole. They have over 10,000 gyms now. They're growing by 150 new gyms a month. I don't think any any uh, uh, gym chain in the country is growing that rapidly right yeah, now. Yeah, and so as entrepreneurs, one of the things that Aaron and his partner did is they really found you know a niche that was underserved. And one of the best things is they were already, you know, one of the things we talk about a lot at AES Nation, it's 
the AES is accelerating entrepreneurial success. And boy, if you're whether you're a startup or whether you're an established company, you know, creating strategic partnerships can be really valuable, but also they don't have to be formal agreements by you know, providing a missing element. You can really capture that additional part. Now, so you've got this great drink and yeah. it really serves this market. Okay, there's two things you gotta do is you gotta nail the client experience or product, you guys did. Yeah. The next thing is you have to scale it up because you know if nobody knows about it, and that's what happens in so many business applications, then nothing happens. How, how did you make you know the uh, you know the the CrossFit gyms or you know the individuals? I mean, who who's your target market, and how are you getting that message out to them? Sure, great question. Uh, you know, as we know, the only thing that matters is 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 sales. So if the product doesn't sell, uh, then you don't have much of a business to stand on, and those sales are all driven by the, the marketing behind it. So you know, our marketing strategies we use a lot of direct response marketing, direct outreach to these uh, CrossFit boxes they're called, or CrossFit gyms, and we also do a lot of online sales, and we've put quite a bit of focus on social media, which you know I was actually quite frankly opposed to a few years ago. You know, I'm looking at it going, well, you know, what's the point of quote unquote building a brand, I want to focus on sales and I, I we've really, you know, my mind has uh, changed on this one as we've talked about in the past because there's ways to really monetize social media. So I think if you're not um, putting some time and effort into social media and understanding what that's all about, it really has created the new celebrity. Um, well, well, and Aaron, talk about, because one of the things that you helped clarify for me is that you're really not selling a drink. It's a lifestyle. I mean, trying to sell a yeah. drink, you know, holding a pitcher uh, can of uh, one of your drinks on an Instagram or, you know, posting on Facebook, you know, it's not going to happen. But you, right. you've made it a whole lifestyle type. And it's like, geez, you know, I, I want, it's a little, you know, Budweiser has done that and other major brands have done that. They, you you want to yeah. be part of that lifestyle. Right. And, and I know, you know, as a small business, creating a quote unquote brand is, it can be very challenging and, and I, and most people don't recommend it. Most marketers don't recommend it because it's very expensive to do so. At least it used to be. If you're following traditional media, television, you know, radio, celebrity endorsements, that's a very expensive proposition to become the next Coke or Pepsi or Red Bull or, you know, uh, other brands like GoPro, so on and so forth. Uh, Nike, another good example of, of a huge brand. Now, would we all want to be those brands? Of course we would. Now, how in the, in, with the new tools available to us business people, entrepreneurs, and marketers, how can we utilize these new tools to develop a brand? And social media is a great way to do so. So, for instance, you know, we started uh, a social media and Instagram account for our FitAid line. FitAid is uh, the line that we've really uh, put most of our effort and focus into, and it's the, it's the line that's catering to the CrossFit market. Well, CrossFit as a whole, as we already talked about, is this you know, massively growing um, uh, market, uh, lots and lots of new athletes and uh, people participating in CrossFit coming on board. So it was a growing market, so we started an Instagram account catering to that specific market. 
Now, what a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs will do is they're constantly pitching, pitching, pitching. So they're going, oh, well, I'm going to take on a Facebook account or an Instagram account so I can pitch my products. And that is really the exact opposite thing that you should be doing. You should be focusing on providing engaging quality content, number one, and building out your audience. And then once you have a following in your audience, it's very easy to turn the switch on that and start monetizing uh, that audience and that following. I mean, it's really the new celebrity. You think about it in the old days, you know, you had a hit movie as an actor, you had a hit song as a, as a musician, and unless you had another hit, you know, six months or a year, a couple years later, you know, your celebrity status kind of goes and it, and it fades away. You look at the new celebrities on these social media platforms, you know, their audience grows and it grows and it grows and it grows. They don't tend to lose those people because they're engaged with you on a daily basis. They've become to know you on a personal level. So they become to know, they've come to know us, our audience, as a brand and what we stand for by six images that show up on a screen when they pull up our Instagram account. Yeah, I, I love it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to flash the Instagram where you're just showing uh, you know, all these people dressing up with your swag, you know, uh, dressing up as cans of Fit Aid. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, all yeah. these top We've had to have somebody get a Fit Aid tattoo now, John. So uh, <laughs> anybody out there that gets a Fit Aid tattoo, the we will pay we will pay for that tattoo if they want yeah. to do so yeah no so i mean and, and so you know i'm not sure i'm ready to do that in my financial services you know go <laughs> to the tattoo route but you know the really thinking through how you can leverage social media and then the other thing is really thinking outside the box because you know drinks no matter what kind of drinks they're heavy they're liquid and liquids have weight and one of the things I'm, I was thinking, Aaron, you know, you're doing direct response and I'm going, okay, so you inspire people and I want to try it out. I got to run to my store and you don't have, you know, you're not doing the big pay to play type thing. Right. Uh, so how do I get this? And then you told me what you were selling per day on this now. And it's like, whoa. So how did that come about deciding to do, you know, making it cost effective and profitable to do online sales of drinks? Because I'd never bought a drink before you guys online. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of two parts. Uh, the first part, you know, on the social media strategy, I mean, we want to provide, we usually follow a 90-10 rule. So we want to provide 90% of our content is engaging quality content. It's not just us pitching the product, buy our product, buy our product, or, or image uh, images of the product. It's engaging content that's applicable to our core community, our target market there. Um, now, as far as the logistics, yeah. You know, most people, all of our advisors, and we have some of the top advisors in the beverage industry on our team, said there's a zero chance you can sell a drink online. Nobody's ever done it. It's not possible because it's an impulse buy, like we discussed earlier. Well, we've been able to um, have very successful days online. I mean, we'll do, you know, some days we'll do $20,000 in online drink sales. Well, how do we do that? We continue to grow these social media communities. Uh, I think our our Fit Aid Instagram on its own is close to you know fifty thousand you know active and engaged followers now. And because we're providing so much quality content, we have pretty uh, rapid growth there, and we focus on ten x growth of our social media accounts every year. So because we're providing so much quality content, 
we do throw a pitch in there. We'll throw a pitch every, uh, say, nine or ten posts. One, one post will be, hey, try Fit Aid for free. We'll give you two free cans if you go to this landing page and, um, and just pay USPS shipping on it. So, you know, that's our, that's our irresistible offer. You know, that's, that's our hook. Mm -hmm. And so people are like, well, gosh, yeah, this looks interesting. You know, a lot of people are engaged. You know, it seems like a lot of people that I associate with in this community, in this ethos are buying this drink. So I should check out what it's all about. Well, instead of having to write a, you know, a $60, $70 check for a case of drinks, we offer, you know, two free cans or we'll send, you know, CrossFit gyms, a a four pack of drinks. So we try to eliminate that initial barrier to entry and the product is so good. And then as you know, that has to be a given. The product's got to be outstanding. It speaks for itself that once we get a can into somebody's hand, we know we're focused on lifetime value. We know we're going to have a customer for and then the other thing I love about how you're doing the community building is you're finding, you know, people in the community, you know, not the big celebrity type, you know, TV star endorsement, right. but it's somebody in that community that other people respect and want to, you know, be like, and then they're becoming, you know, really a, a player with you and your, your team. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, you could go out and say, okay, well, I want to get Brad Pitt endorsing my product or I want to get, you know, some A-tier football player or baseball player. Well, look, that's fine. But if you look at your niche and if you've really narrowed your to a single target market and looked at your target market, there are celebrities that exist in your target market that aren't celebrities that everybody on the street knows only people in your market know so you can get those type of celebrities on board that have their own communities that are very that overlap quite a bit with with your community for you know uh, a fraction of what say an a-tier celebrity would cost a lot of times you know we're we got a lot of people on our team for product only they're happy to get you know a, a free case a month from us which we're happy to provide because they're bringing in their social communities and their audience and to participate in in our growth so it's really a win-win we're promoting them and they help promote us we're look we always look for those synergistic type of relationships which you can find very efficiently on social media yeah, and, and yeah i want to encourage all of us as entrepreneurs to you know think i mean we're going okay well aaron does drink drinks are different you know that's i'm in selling widgets or i'm doing professional services and really that ability to build this community is just so amazing. I mean, this is why I love direct response. I mean, Aaron and I met at 25K, which is a genius network uh, mastermind group Joe Polish uh, holds. And, and there's so many great direct marketers. And Aaron and I both went. You know, I started a little earlier, but we both went for one reason. We wanted to see what the best of the direct marketers are doing because then we can go ahead and use it in our application, whatever our business model is. And, and I, I tell you what I, I love about you and your partner, Aaron, is that you guys, you know, execute. I mean, you, you went out and, you know, what were some of the things that, you know, were hard lessons learned during this period? I mean, you, you know, I mean, you went, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you're really, you're an idea with a little bit attraction. I mean, I'm thinking yeah. those few hundred thousand dollars, there's your mom and dad and a few other people buying your drinks. But, you know, then now you're really, you know, you're a sizable business, you're growing. I know you're getting interest from, you know, outside beverage companies because uh, they're yeah. looking at you and what's going on. But, you know, 
what were some of the missteps that you would advise your fellow entrepreneurs to, you know, geez, either not do or, you know, test, but stop as quickly as the test isn't working? Yeah. Well, I, number one, make sure you're thinking accurately about, about your market, not only the marketplace, the demand for your products or service, the timing of, of such. I mean, we have one of our lines, uh, as you know, Golfer Aid. Uh, the reason why we chose to focus primarily on Fit Aid because you know Golf Raid is a great product, and I think is going to see huge success in the future. Though I, I love it, and I drink yeah. it all the time, and it's imp I don't know if it's really improving my score, but I think it is. So I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you feel what when you, feel good, feel, you, you tend yeah. to play well. Yeah, but it was just a little. The timing's just a little early on that. I mean, now you look at the PGA Tour, and you have you know younger guys that are are very into health and fitness. You don't have kind of the overweight, stodgy, out of shape, typical golfer. You can't compete anymore. So it was just, that product was just maybe a year or two early, uh, but it still continues to get some traction, but not the same growth trajectory as FitAid. So, you know, thinking accurately about your market um, uh, and about the timing. Uh, number two, you know, building out a uh, a, a great team you know when we first started we you know we've always been kind of understaffed and scrambling to fill a position you know uh, many people say you know hire um, slow you know fire you know fire quickly you know we you take your time on really making sure you have the right people we've used a, a software called top grader which has been very helpful in getting qualified candidates now uh, on our team so our whole team is just you know a tier and, and really providing huge value to our company um, uh, so that's been that's been a huge lesson learned as well yeah no, you know I really like I think the you know, the, the golf aid and the fit aid, um, you knew the mark, you, know, you tested those and you let the market tell you, I mean, this is a big part of direct response. You can be a brilliant person, you know, create a great product and you've got to let the market tell you what's working. And when, when it's working, you know, you nail it like fit aid, you scale it up and that's what you've done. And it doesn't mean you, you don't continue um, but you continue uh, the other products, but you continue to test, you know, how can you improve lessons learned and so on. And you guys have done a phenomenal job on that. Yeah, and we're going to take these lessons learned with FitAid and the success of FitAid. And we've already started applying them to GolfAid and PartyAid um, with, with uh, especially some of the social media strategies. And we're going to apply them to our, our next three lines that will be launching next year as well. So, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, and this is, I mean, you know, and then getting deep within the niches, building communities, very, very powerful. What, what would be the one big, you know, aha moment that you've had as you and your partner have been kind of just you know, moving ahead on this. I mean, what, what went, ah, that, you know, kind of that yeah. breakthrough moment. Yeah, you know, I mean, one of our uh, mutual friends, Ben Altadonna, has, has worked closely with us since the beginning. And, you know, once we really got our first direct response marketing campaign, a full campaign, you know, scripted out and, and we tested it and we're getting, you know, not, not satisfied factory results and we tweaked on it and tweaked on it and with Ben's help finally when we got you know a month where you know we put a dollar into the machine and it spit out ten dollars we were like yes that's it you know so then we pushed all the chips into that and have been and been going full bore ever since but okay so I, I mean this is I, I think this is the one big lesson that I've learned too uh, that's so important is that you test small dollar amounts 
Right. Because even though I, you know, I don't know how you guys felt on that first campaign. I know, I've, you know, with my team, we've written some great campaigns of what we're doing, and this is going to hit, yeah. and it doesn't. And we have right. so, we have one big important business initiative. We've we're now we just hit uh, probably the tenth test, and quite honestly, the nine before that were either just marginal rates of return. You push a dollar and maybe a dollar comes back or a dollar to 50 cents. And yeah. we just had one that did the dollar to 10 and it's, whoa. So we're gonna test it a couple more times, but then you push the chips in because what happens is you own the slot machine basically that when you put a dollar in, you get two, three, four, five, six. And most people aren't, and the one, they don't capture the data Two, if they don't capture the data, they don't have the insights. But even if they capture the data, they don't, you know, really test, you know, the kind of classic right. A-B testing. And so, I mean, that's, that's a great part. Now, I, I, you know, how, how do you see, uh, Aaron, you know, really moving forward, you know, continuing to accelerate that? Because one of the biggest challenges now is, you know, as you're accelerating like that, it's kind of backfilling the challenges that come up. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Peter Thiel that talks about, uh, you know, a PayPal founder talks about concentric circles. So that's mm -hmm. one thing we've really focused on is concentric circles. I mean, if you look at, say, you know, CrossFit, uh, and, and again, we're not associated in, in any way with CrossFit corporate. Um, we are just, you know, providing a drink to that community. But what would be the next concentric circle? Maybe it's obstacle course racing with Spartan races and Tough Mudders and that type of thing. Maybe from there it's, you know, body bodybuilding or um, Olympic lifting. So you look at what are the concentric circles that we can go to next that we can take these lessons learned and apply it to the next. We also have these other drinks. So we've been focused, say, with our party aid line on the electronic dance community, specifically Burning Man type community, right? So, you know, once we get that core, you know, what's the next circle out from there and there and there? Eventually, the goal is to be in all the grocery stores and 7-Elevens, but have the mom going down the aisle, grocery store aisle going, oh, hey, I'm gonna get a focus aid for my husband for his corporate job. I'm gonna get a party aid because my daughter's you know, uh, getting into her sorority uh, this week. I'm gonna get a golf raid for my son on the golf team. I'm gonna get a, you know, a fit aid for you know, myself and for my gym workout. So we wanna have a beverage line, a niche beverage line that really talks to everybody um, uh, so that's kind of that broader approach that, you know, we, we've been staying away from, but by virtue of dominating enough niche categories, eventually, you know, that, that, that equates to being broad and, and that's the end goal. No, and it's, and it's a powerful one because they're all, they're all tied together and mm -hmm. lessons learned from each can really make a difference. Let me, I want to switch gears a bit and let's go to the book of the day. Sure. Um, so what, what would be, you know, as uh, you know, a, a successful entrepreneur and a number of businesses now just, you know, really taking off and delivering great value to consumers, you know, what would be a book that you would recommend to your fellow entrepreneurs that would help them? Probably the book that I've recommended, you know, more than any any other single book. And, you know, I'm a I'm an econ business major, so we used to call uh, our our friends that were psych majors pre-unemployment, you know, so we were pretty hard on 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 kind of psychology and and all of that in, in undergrad. Now that I'm more of a marketer, I realize that it's all psychology. Um, so it's probably the most important thing. So 
the, the book that had the greatest influence on me and, and the way that I do things is called Influence by Robert Cialdini, um, The Psychology of Ethical Persuasion. And, you know, we do things in our lives uh, and how we interact with people um, that have uh, consequences and byproducts, and some of those aren't intended. And I think this book really helps you um, uh, start thinking about how you interact with people and so that you have positive byproducts and positive consequences, not negative, uh, for things as simple as if someone says, thank you very much, and you saying, oh, no problem, discounting that, that compliment instead of saying, you know, you're welcome, or I'm, you're welcome, I'm sure you do the same thing for me. I mean, little basic psych psychological triggers. Yeah, and it, I, I think it's one of the best marketing books ever written. Uh, yeah. It's just, and I, I think it's, there's six lessons or something like that, and I can't remember them, or I'd say them right now, I have most of them in my mind, but it's it's something that should be read and reread and reminded because you know, we we get once we start having success as entrepreneurs, we actually think we understand our market so well, and you know we, we get the data, but it, we can never forget the behavioral issues, you know, psychology around consumer demand uh, in our marketplace, and this is some of the greatest research on it. Yeah, I mean, getting into getting into the mind of your your client, your prospect, your customer is key. I mean, if you can relate with them, if you can uh, take on their thought process, you're going to be successful in that market. I mean, that's why we chose Fit Aid, Golf Aid, and Party Aid because we know those three markets intimately. You know, I wouldn't choose you know Runner Aid because I'm not a runner. No, that's that's great. Let's go to the next application. And it's the application of the day. Is there something that you're using, Aaron, that you'd like to share with other, um, you know, your fellow entrepreneurs? Sure. Um, you know, as we continue to grow and scale this business, uh, there's becomes more and more moving parts. And, um, you know, I, I, as the entrepreneur, my business partner, I, Orion, always want to focus on you know, how can we make the next 10x move to our business, not the minutia of, of running the business that a lot of us get bogged down on. So we've uh, implemented a, a program called Asana over the last uh, months, and it's been really good for, and it's similar to a, a free camp or a base camp type of thing, but it just was a lot more intuitive for us. We tried several different programs, and this one has really seemed to stick on organizing tasks and just making our team more on point, more efficient, more accountable. Yeah, ASANA, I believe. And I'm going to put up the uh, screenshot again. Uh, you know, this is their website, but for those of you listening to the podcast versus the visual, uh, video one, it's ASANA. And as always, you can just go to AESNation.com, get all the show links, the transcription, and everything else. Uh, and all kinds of free bonuses and so on uh, that will be very useful. But uh, let's go to the next segment. And this is resources. And uh, let me, I'm gonna pull up, Aaron, your uh, website, and I'm gonna go to FitAid. And you know, what are they gonna see here? I'm gonna put it up on the screen. I, I see all kinds of flashing images. Some people that are in much better shape than me <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, all kinds yeah. of cases and swag stuff here. 
Okay, so if you go to drinkfitaid.com, I mean, you'll see a few a few things that I think everyone should have on their site. The first thing is, you know, some mechanism for lead capture. So you'll see a pop-up that comes on, uh, win a free supply of FitAid for a year for your first name, email, and uh, area code, okay? Uh, I'm sorry, zip code. So the reason why we are doing that, and we add about 100 uh, new contacts, new leads a day from that offer, is so we can market to those people. I mean, so many people, if you're getting traction, just like on social media, you know, you need to have a strategy or a plan around monetizing that traction. So that's uh, one of our strategies there, and it's been very successful. Um, you'll have a spot on that website for referrals. So if you're a, you're a, you're an athlete and want to refer your gym, you have a means to do so and we reward you in doing so there. Um, you're going to see lots of testimonials from eight tier athletes in our space. Um, and obviously plenty of chances to, to purchase product. Um, we have bailout pages. So if you're on our buy page and, and, and you don't decide to make a, a buying decision there, then you'll be given the irresistible offer of two free cans from there. So we tr try to think through, and it's a continual, as you know, evolving process of improving and tweaking. And one little change in a headline here, one little tweak there can really yield uh, exponentially uh, improved results. So you always got to be testing and tweaking on things. No, this has uh, been really good, Aaron. Uh, let me give you kind of uh, the next segment. I want to share with you what I'm taking away. takeaways that I, I'm walking, I mean, there's so many of them. I've got a whole bunch of notes here. And the very first thing, particularly if you're early stage, uh, it's focusing on top line. It's driving sales. And, you, and, and let the market tell you, you know, what's working because you can come in with all kinds of preconceived notion. You can have a really thick business plan. I've started a number of businesses. I have never had a turnout like the business plan. Sometimes it's blown by, other times a lot less, but the market has pointed me in a uh, different direction. So focus on the top line. Second, think outside the box. Do not try to outcompete the big players. I mean, you don't have the money, you don't have the capital, I don't care if you're well venture funded. You know, you, you don't have the money to do that. How can you do something that they're not doing or not doing well that fits into your culture? And, and you guys have done you know, that in spades in the, the social media side, building that community. And then really uh, you know, believe in data. You know, believe, let the market tell you from the standpoint of data. And data, it's not only just sales, but it's all the interactions you heard from Aaron, just on the website, the richness of going through and looking at those little tweaks. You know, this is important real estate. You, you get the social media, you get the email campaigns are building up these huge following. You've got to create that communication, but then also that interaction. And the data tells you what's working. And so often we get the data and we don't use it. Aaron, I want to thank you again for, you know, taking the time from building an unbelievable company, a remarkable company, to share your insights with your fellow entrepreneurs. Thank you so much, John. And, you know, 
it's not only the things that you you've mentioned, but it's also the advisors that we've had on this journey. And I would consider you one of our advisors. I mean, I thank you for helping steer this ship in the right direction. Because if it wasn't for people like you, and uh, you know, we wouldn't have the success we're experiencing now. So you know, people that from outside of our industry have given us the best advice on how to be successful in our. And industry. I want to point out, I'm not on the board of directors, not compensated in any way, but. What Aaron has done is really what I believe you should do too is you know be part of masterminds, create your yes. own group of advisors you know that are friends of the firm that you can turn to to get unbiased advice. All of us have bias, you know, whatever our environment that we grow up in, but you know, getting outside of your industry to get that is just so valuable, and that's really why we created AES Nation com is a virtual mastermind to do this, but also do it in your local market. With that, Aaron, I want to thank you again. I want to, sh you know, all of us take these actions. You know, go to aesnation.com. Make sure you're getting our newsletter. You know, download the special reports. Get the show notes. Get the links. Take action. Your clients, your future clients, all those strategic partners, those fellow mastermind group. They're all counting on you. Don't let them down. Wish you the best of success. Thank you. You as well. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com.